Hello everybody. Today is going to be a different type of episode. Today is our mystery episode. So that means that I'm going to be channeling this entire episode. My guides are going to tell me, they're going to show me, they're going to allow me to feel what I'm going to say next, so none of this is planned. What I have in front of me right now is a cup of warm water, which I realize is my one of my favorite beverages. would gross so many people out, but I am really enjoying just simple warm water these days. I've got a cup of warm water. I've got a candle, which I like to have lit when I do my channeling always, or when I'm um, connecting with the spirit world or connecting with the universe. I like to have my candle lit. And I have one oracle card in front of me. And this oracle card helped to show me what this episode was going to be about. So it was a complete mystery episode until I pulled this, until I pulled this oracle card. And this oracle card is part of Melissa Watterson's oracle deck. It's the Divine Feminine Oracle Cards. And the card that came up for me when I pulled to see what this episode would be about in general is Quan Yin, who is the goddess of compassion. And underneath this card, it says, in this card underneath Quan Yin's name, it says, I recognize suffering in order to release it. Curiosity breeds compassion. So that's going to be what this episode is about today. And my guides haven't given, given me much besides that. So it's going to be completely in real time. I guess maybe that's the best way to say it. It's going to be completely off the cuff. I have nothing written down. And what I saw, I did a little vis visualization before I turned on the recording, before I started recording and pressed the button. And I saw people dancing. So I saw me dancing. I saw lots of colors. I saw lots of colors of red. Red has showed up a lot in the past 24 hours for me. So what they're telling me now is red is symbolizing fiery, com fiery compassion. So a strong need for compassion. It's something that we lack on earth, but it can be saved. This can be saved and it can be improved upon. We just need to focus on it and realize it and understand the truth about who we are and um, understand each other from a new lens, they say. So, yeah, in this, in this vision, I had kind of a, a visual of what I just said to you. And I saw people dancing and celebrating. And I saw a lack of inhibition and that's what my guides are telling me right now is needed in order to embody compassion 
because we get really caught up in what we think we're supposed to be doing. We get caught up in what society tells us is the right thing to do. And we get caught up wondering and worrying about what someone else is going to think of what we say. And we start overthinking what the outcome is going to be of the situation that we put ourselves in. And through that, we lack compassion for ourselves and we lack compassion when trying to understand other situations. So I'm going to ask them now what more specifically we can learn in order to apply compassion to our lives. How can compassion specifically help us? What do we need to know about this? And how does it apply to our healing? <laughs> and as I said healing, they said, yeah, that's, that's why we're talking about compassion. Okay, so um, compassion for ourselves and others is needed for our own healing. And this is something on a side note, this is, this is going to be what my workshop coming up this Sunday is going to be about. This oracle card of Quan Yin that I pulled was the same oracle card that I pulled to see what day three of my workshop is going to be about. And so then I learned day three is, of the workshop is going to be compassion and how that relates to our own healing. And then when I pulled the same oracle card today to see what this podcast was going to be about, I was like, okay, guides, message received. It's going to be somewhat of an intro to my workshop, but it's also going to give you just some more information about how else compassion can apply to your life. So it's going to be different information, no doubt, than what's going to come up during my workshop. Um, my workshop is also going to be 100% channeled, and this podcast episode is 100% channeled. But um, it's going to be different information, no doubt. And I think this is going to give you a little peek into why I've been told to create the workshop that I did, why it's so important, and why it applies to all of our lives. So it has to do with healing ourselves. Everything is connected. And when we're blocking ourselves off to understanding others and ourselves, we're blocking ourselves off from healing because we're not releasing the emotions that we need to release into the world in order to feel better, in order to feel relieved. We have been conditioned in this world in our society, we have been conditioned to hold everything in. Ever since we were children, ever since we were born, we've been told to hold things in and to not do certain things and to behave this way and to constrict our bodies, whether it be constricting body fluids constricting reactions, constricting our physical behavior, constricting the way we think as to not fall too far out of line, constricting our emotions, constricting how our emotions show on our face. We are taught to 
embody this constriction basically since we were brought into this earth so that is they're saying that's what is causing all health problems and all imbalance one form or another of constriction and controlling trying to control nature and they're saying when you try to control nature it's going to give you conflict and it's going to give you frustration and it's going to give you anger and that anger all manifests as physical ailments they're saying so most of us know they're saying most humans know that this has been happening since birth because we get told in our society that we're, we're starting to wake up to the conditioning that we've had and how our society has shaped our brains and behavior and how our society has contributed to the rampant mental health issues and the rampant physical issues and the rampant soul issues really that we've been experiencing so much of. So we're starting to learn that this is a thing, <laughs> but it's important to understand that there needs to be action taken on this. So it's just like when you want to cry and you feel anger welling up inside of you, but you say, I'm fine. That's a form of constriction and that's a form of over control, forcing against nature and going against the path that you are meant to be on. If you do that, they're saying if you do that, you are constricting, therefore holding in and suppressing your emotions and therefore causing, I yawn a lot when I'm doing channeling work for a certain period of time, so I'm gonna probably keep yawning throughout this, but I'm gonna keep this as a sting single stream of recording, okay, because I want it to be I want it to be pure channeling here. Okay, so, so constricting, not feeling your emotions, all of this it, built up over years is causing health imbalance and is causing feelings of uncertainty and feelings of lack of worthiness and feelings of hesitation and feelings of misery. They're saying misery. Um, so think about how many times we've cried or wanted to cry but held the tears inside throughout high school they're saying <laughs> that's a big one right throughout high school throughout elementary school throughout our childhood when we're by our friends and we want to look a certain way think about how many times we've held our tears in or they're saying when, when we get older and we start dating and something that our partner does or something that the person that we're just starting to date does makes us angry, but we pretend like we're not angry because we want to seem like we're laid back and chill. <laughs> they say we want to seem like we're chill and we're easygoing and we're likable, but holding in those emotions doesn't help anyone. They say like for in this example, if the relationship's not supposed to work out, then it's not it's not going to work out. 
and um, you just hurt yourself by not admitting the feelings that you have and pretending like the feelings are they say pretending like the feelings are somewhere else they're not inside you but they are so relating this to compassion as a whole we're lacking a lot of compassion for ourselves when we pretend like our emotions aren't there and pretend like we can control how we feel and that's not really the case we we they say we need to explore how we feel and not control how we feel and because of this long line of emotional suppression we have gotten ourselves to a place where it's really hard to tell where the healing needs to happen because we get told so many different things. We get told, they're saying, <laughs> we get told that it's the food that we eat. We get told that it's other people's fault. We get told that we don't really need to change whether that be someone else telling us or whether that be us telling ourselves we don't need to change. And it's really hard to identify where these traumas lie, where these suppressed feelings and unresolved feelings lie. And it's important to remember that once we hear a call to do something different, we follow that. And we're almost never following that. We're almost always listening to someone else. And someone else isn't going to solve our problems. People can wake us up. They say others can wake us up. But at the end of the day, we have to save ourselves. And we do that through self-compassion. We, they say we do that with self-compassion. <sighs> Sitting and listening to yourself. So they say listening to your heartbeat, listening to how you're breathing, listen to, listening to what comes up in your head. They, they're asking, they're saying ask yourself if anyone's talking to you in your head. And if they are, what are they saying? Does it make sense to you? Looking at what goes on inside of your body without judgment is going to get you to where you need to be. Looking at what's happening inside, what it sounds like, what it feels like, what it looks like if you close your eyes and open your third eye, <laughs> that is going to tell you what you need to work on. It's not sitting with your phone in your hand, scrolling. It's not sitting in front of the TV. It's not sitting in constant companionship, they say. It's not sitting in constant companionship. It's sitting with yourself in a quiet place and listening to what's inside of you. That's where the healing is going to start. So they say, if you're not, if you're not there, if you're not doing that, then how do you ever expect to heal? Which is, that's a really frank statement, by the way, but sometimes they're talking to me in really direct ways. Um, 
we distract ourselves. Okay, so we're gonna get into, I can feel it, we're, we're gonna get into some really direct talk, but again, the whole episode is links back to compassion. So try to have compassion for these words in the sense of um, take them as gently as possible. It's kind of like a, it's a passionate reminder, but it's meant to be gentle. It's not meant to be any kind of scolding. Okay, so we are at a time when we are so obsessed with distracting ourselves from what's really going on inside of our bodies that we're completely losing sight of the one thing that can cure us. They say cure. I try to stay away from the word cure as a health coach, <laughs> but um, they say cure. So the, the one thing that can heal us. <sighs> And the one thing that can heal us is ourselves. Looking inside of yourself and finding, okay? Because they say what's inside of ourselves is God or spirit or the universe. What's inside of ourselves is God at the root source. And the gateway to God, spirit, universe is your intuition. They say that because that's, that's the the most tangible word that we're hearing these days that we're becoming knowledgeable about, trusting our intuition. It's something that we get, it, they say it's, we get hints of this throughout our lives, intuition. We talk about that, at least in the Western world. Most of us know what intuition is. So that's why they're telling me to tell you the gateway to all of the answers that you have is intuition. Just because most people are familiar with that. They say that we have all different types of powers. We have clairsentience. So that's something that I have pretty prominently. I can smell scents that are not physically around me, but they're really strong. And this could be a warning that something's coming. It's usually a warning that something heavy is coming. So I could smell alcohol when I know I'm sober. I don't have alcohol around me. Uh, but I know that someone, someone who's been drinking alcohol is about to like cross paths with me soon. <laughs> or I smell... Um, like animal poop, like woodsy animal poop, that means that something emotionally heavy is going to come. Either I'm going to deal with something emotionally heavy or um, I'm going to cross paths with some heavy energy that I don't really like or that's difficult for me. Um, yeah, it's, it's mostly scents that aren't super desirable to me that I smell, but sometimes when I'm having a really great meditation, I'll smell like a really yummy cooking dinner. And that's, that's really nice. That's significant to me. And I notice that people of the Root Awakening audience have clairsent, they have strong clairsentient abilities. So you, the folks listening, you as the listener likely have some very strong clairsentient abilities. It's not an accident that I I am attracted to and attract people who also have clairsentient abilities, okay? So we have, the point is, what they're saying is we have all of these magical abilities, but try to start with your intuition because that's the thing that we 
quote unquote, believe the most. They say believe the most at this point. We trust our intuition. We hear that. We hear that saying and we've been toying with that sentiment for a long time. So if you believe intuition the most, trust that. If you believe your meditations the most, trust that. If you believe your uh, dreams the most, trust those as your gateway to spirit because all spirit is located within all of us. And that's not just a bullshit. <laughs> they, they tell me what, how I talk. They, they talk to me in words that I like to say. So there you go. It's not, it's not a, a bullshit statement that we have, um, that we have spirit's powers within us, they say. It's reality, but it feels safer for us to call that bullshit because it's scary to be connected with the creator. That's a big statement right there, right? But we are all connected to the creator. So through spirit, that's how we heal because we have all the answers there. Spirit is everything. It's time. It's or lack of time. It's all matter. It's all nature. It's all synchronicities. It's all magical occurrences, and it's also all answers. So throwing logic out the window, that's, that's a, a topic that my coach Casey likes, Casey Barron likes to talk a lot about. Throwing logic out the window is what it's going to take in order to find the answers inside of us. They're saying... They're saying that we have to stop looking for answers outside of ourselves. Podcasts like these, um, guides like the like these, as in like, um, as in le- they're saying leaders in society or um, mentors in society. These people, these these resources, can help us to discover our power. And we need that. But at the end of the day, the whole discovering our power part is the part that's going to heal us. You can seek guidance to get there, but you need to get there in order to heal yourself. So they, they say the last answers that you'll need to be complete are the answers that are already within you. So back to the obsession of distracting ourselves. This is they're, they're saying this is a symptom of trauma. Um, it's just like how TV makes us feel like everything's okay. It makes us forget about everything. That feeling is the feeling that we seek when we have traumas in our lives. It's just like people who become addicted to drugs they get to escape from reality for a little bit because, and many people who have been addicted to drugs have had very significant traumas, right? As in, they've had big, big life event traumas that are in their conscious brain, living in their conscious brain, right? All traumas are significant, but they've had big life-changing traumas that are, that are completely in their consciousness that they can remember, 
So just like drug addicts are seeking to escape from reality, that's what we're doing when we're looking at technology all the time or when we're watching TV all the time or when we're constantly in social situations or when we're focusing on the negative things that everybody else is doing or when we're watching the news or when we're reading endless amounts of material on other people's lives. That's something that they just told me. Um, this is all an escape from our traumas that we've all had. So the only way, they're saying the only way to start looking at our traumas and stop running from them is to sit with ourselves quietly. If that sounds upsetting to you, they say if that, if that sounds enlightening to you, you're correct. <laughs> um, they say that it's going to be both of those things, but it's not going to be scary. It's not going to be as scary as you think. It's going to be life-changing. Like they say like therapy, like therapy, like a therapy session. So as Emily, I'm going to tell you that I'm not a therapist. I'm not a licensed therapist and this is not therapy, but they're saying it's going to feel similar to that. It has a, it has a similar feel. Um, that's where the healing process starts. Sitting alone. They say you can have music, try to stay away from words, but you can have music on, you can have meditation music, frequency music, and think about what your body is saying to you. And if a lot of dark stuff is coming up, where is that coming from? What, from what place is that coming from? And do you want to hear that anymore? And if you don't want to hear that anymore, then you have a team of, <laughs> they're saying beings, but eh, I mean, you have a support system. You have, you have beings on, that, that will help you. Um, but I think they mean guides. Yeah, they say, they say you have a spiritual support system that very little people are utilizing right now, but everybody has access to. You have a spiritual support system to call upon, to lean upon, to help you to stop having these difficult, dark moments when you're alone. So if we are trying to sit with ourselves and heal and we're getting stuck in the negative, that means that we're not calling upon our spiritual guides. That's a strong statement. I'm sure a lot of people would disagree with that, to be honest, but um, that's what they're saying. And um, perhaps, hold, let me ask them. Sometimes it's just 
you're calling upon the wrong guides for reasons that don't fully serve your soul, they say. Looking back to compassion for yourself will help to remove guilt for feeling those dark feelings. And you don't need to be saved from those feelings. You just need to be looked at from a new perspective. <laughs> Meaning I think like, you, yeah, you just need to look at yourself from a new perspective and understand that you are the most precious thing and that you have your darkness, which leads you to lightness because you understand what it's like to go through something hard and walking away from that striving for something else brings you to heaven they say or like brings you to an amazing place understanding what you're leaving makes your future so much sweeter so that's that's perhaps like an explanation of the duality we have here on earth we have the good and the bad and the bad reminds us of how great life can be and if we reach that point where we have a great life that feels really good and having gratitude for that. Gratitude exists um, on earth in the third dimension. Gratitude exists because um, we're reminded that the bad is still out there. It's still there. So it reminds us to be grateful for the good in comparison to the bad. Or just grateful for the neutral, they say, you know? <laughs> They're like, what about the neutral? Grateful for the neutral because sometimes that's exactly what we need to move forward. It's not the good always. Sometimes it's objective. Sometimes it's the objective point of view that allows us to see things at a higher and more correct level for ourselves. So the neutral is something to be grateful for. And they want me to tie that back in with compassion because seeing, seeing yourself from a neutral angle helps you understand self-compassion and compassion towards others. Seeing others at a neutral angle um, helps you understand others at a new level where you can really see them. And they're just human beings who have had their own traumas, right? Everybody is just human beings who have had their own traumas. Seeing other people in yourself like this will bring you the most joy you can ever imagine. That's what they said. I don't know. I didn't know that before they said that, but that's what they said. Eagle-eyed view. They're saying eagle-eyed view. So they're saying eagle-eyed view because... I have another Oracle card deck that's called Native Spirit Oracle Cards and Denise Lynn created those and they are kind of like a, she, Denise Lynn spent a lot of time with different native, native cultures around the world and she kind of culminated a lot of that knowledge together, I think in combination with her own channeling, but um, she, she culminated all of her experiences together into an oracle deck. So it talks a lot about how native cultures look at different animals. 
And the eagle, this is something I talked a little bit about on one of my oracle card readings, if anyone saw that on Instagram, but the eagle is so well-renowned because it's able to fly so high and it's able to see the world at a perspective that humans can't see or like land dwellers can't see. And because of that, it's, it's so worshipped because um, it can see everything from a special point of view. And that's certainly a stepped back view. It's a view from way high above. When you see things way high above, you're, you're able to understand and actualize what you're looking at. You're able to see it for what it really is. The closer and closer you are to something, the more that view can be distorted. So eagles have a, my guides are telling me now, eagles have a view on life and the world that's closer to the gods because they're higher up, they're closer to the heavens. Um, and it's literally closer to it's literally closer to god and energetically closer to god because it's it's a stepped back and more objective view so compassion is compassion is a form of an objective view because when we strip away everything else all of the political choices all of all of uh the opinions that we have the personalization that we've made all of the um, all of the, the societal judgments that we're learned to make, what we really have is just human beings. And we, they're saying at that point, you just have to love each other for being human beings and taking on this, this quest of life. So, so, yeah, they're saying curiosity goes hand in hand with compassion goes hand in hand with objectiveness, with an objective point of view. And that's what it says on the, on the Oracle card. Curiosity breeds compassion. So how does this all tie in to how you can look at yourself when you're healing? Well, sitting with yourself in silence, understanding what comes up, understanding that when everything else is stripped away you're just human and you're taking on this quest for life and that's something to congratulate yourself about and then understanding that the bad stuff that comes up you can get some help through that by talking to your guides think about all the voices inside of you not just the bad ones they're saying there's some good ones in there and those voices are likely not coming from inside of your head, but it could feel like that. So they're saying, look at your body, like feel your, the inside of your body and hear what that, these parts of your body are saying to you. It's kind of what I help my clients do, right? Like I do body scans for them to help introduce or confirm to them what is imbalanced, you know, confirm what they already know. Um, so listening to what, what, what parts of your body are saying to you and listen, maybe listening to what your ancestors are saying to you and know that the first thing that comes to mind 
is usually of a divine source. The first thing that comes to mind is usually a divine source, like in within a split second or while you're doing something. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, it's really hard to, it's hard to differentiate at first the difference between fear and something from a divine nature, but the more you practice this, the more you're going to understand what voices that come to you are of a divine nature because you'll know like the source of what the source of what the divine nature is saying to you is always going to be love love is always going to be the source of anything divine that's being told to you so listen to all those voices and ask your guides ask god or ask the universe to help you to start finding your place of joy and never-ending love inside of you and help you to see that and understand that and believe that and help help you to allow that part of you to outweigh the bad stuff going on in your head and then they say when the bad stuff comes up, that's when curiosity comes in <laughs> because you're going to explore that curiosity side of you and understand why it's there and what it's trying to teach you and what it's trying to tell you because we have this side, this darker side of ourselves, like I said at the beginning, like they were telling us at the beginning, we have this darker side of ourselves for a reason, because it provides contrast with all the good parts of life. So it's kind of like our quest to work through the dark stuff. And it's okay to still have dark stuff. Like sometimes that's cool and enjoyable, but understanding that the dark stuff is there for a reason to communicate something to us so we need to figure out what it's trying to communicate and this also goes for other people if you can't understand someone else if you're spending all of your time being upset at other people that's they're saying that's a sign that you're you're running from your trauma that way it's like your tv getting upset having road rage all that it's like sitting in front of a television to ex escape from life because it distracts you from yourself. So when we're talking about other people, having compassion for them, understanding that they are also just human beings with their own trauma can help you see the world from an eagle-eyed perspective and can help you to just let that person be or do what you have to do in a way that is well-informed and in a way that is self-empowering do what you has in do what you have to do about the situation that you don't like in an empowering way sitting back watching and just grumbling talking shit about some what someone else is doing doesn't always make a big difference right if we want a situation to change we can take empowered action but sitting back and just talking shit about it to someone doesn't do that much. So take the big action you need to take in a, in a well-informed way and then move on. That's what they're saying. 
because then <laughs> they're saying you want to move on you want to like handle what you need to handle and then move on from obsessing over that so you can start focusing on yourself because that's what you would deserve to be focusing on yourself and where you need help because once you start healing the traumas that you have, that's where you get to a place where you can help others. So we think about, when we think about healers, when we think about sages, when we think about angels, right? They're at certain levels of enlightenment, gurus, goddesses, priests, you know, like whoever, whoever it is that's, that's, that's quote unquote healing. Um, they're at a level of enlightenment where they have the space to help others because they've healed themselves like that's the divine path that's the divine nature um so we want to get there that's our that's our quest in life and we can we can get there <laughs> they're saying we can get there like you can get there stop listening to other people listen to what makes sense to you and listen to what's going on inside of you <laughs> and that's how we get on that path staying strong with that so i'm gonna stop there i have a feeling in my throat like it is time to close down and you know i hope this made sense to everybody <laughs> i hope this resonated with everybody so let me know if you like this um let me know if you if this resonated with you and this really ties into this this completely ties in <laughs> to what I'm going to be doing a workshop on so I am doing a spirit healing workshop and it's going to be through a Facebook group and I'm going to go live in the Facebook group and have lessons for three days it's going to be an hour each day at different times one on Sunday one on Monday one on Tuesday and each lesson is going to go over basically the how-to steps of achieving what I just talked about of achieving you could call it self-actualization you could call it healing um, you could call it connecting back to yourself you could connect call it connecting to your intuition actually listening to your intuition learning how to not question your intuition learning how to start communicating with your spirit guides learning how to have those psychedelic experiences um, without drugs right <laughs> You can call it any of those things. That's what we're learning how to do in this workshop. And it's going to involve, the first day is basically connecting with your spirit guides. The second day is connecting with your intuition and learning how to trust it and learning to identify it on a more frequent basis, on a day-to-day, second-to-second basis. And the third day is going to be compassion, which means digging deep within yourself and bringing out the parts of you that need to be dealt with and the parts of you that need to be accepted and the parts of you that need to be loved and the parts of you that have been ignored over the past however many years you've been alive. So it's heavy stuff, but it's fun stuff. The way that my guides have taught me to do it is a way that's super loving it's not scary. The scariest part is actually just sitting down and doing it. And that's what the group accountability is for. You know, so we 
it works out of the Facebook group. You can put any questions in the group. You can put um, your experiences in the group. You can ask me questions live during my lessons and I will answer them. I'm going to be visualizing for the group. I'm going to be pulling at least one Oracle card, uh, if not more for the group. And it's going to be a blast and it's $99. So this is probably going to be the cheapest workshop I have so far. Um, I believe it to be the, it's going to be the cheapest workshop that I have because you know, we're starting this up and um, it's going to be a really fun process. I want people to be able to join. And yeah, I really, really enjoyed this. I really had a good time talking here and channeling for you all. It's an honor to channel for you. Um, and let me know how you like this episode. Let me know what you think of it. Like it, didn't like it, I'd love to hear it all. And let me know if it was helpful and if it brought up any thoughts for you or if it brought up any new information. I love you all. Talk to you soon. Are you someone who is curious about psychic abilities? Do you want to hear what the universe wants to tell you? Do you want to connect to your own spirit guides? Are you wondering about how this episode is going to help you heal? This is Root Awakening a Health Podcast's first mystery episode, which means I had my spirit guides with me during the recording of this episode. During the entire episode, I was just channeling my spirit guides. This is a solo episode. It was just me, my candle, my hot water, and the oracle card I pulled to give me a clue about what this episode was going to be about. And the oracle card that I pulled was one about compassion. So your only clue on what this episode is going to be about is the word compassion. So basically, I just sat down. I asked my guides to show me what this episode was going to be about. I had a visualization, which I talk about on this recording, and I started just channeling information. And channeling, by the way, just means that my guides were telling me what to say, and I was saying it out loud. So this episode isn't Emily's information. It is information that came from my spirit guides. And because this episode is 100% channeled, I'm talking a lot slower than usual. I'm taking a lot of deep breaths and I'm yawning. I usually yawn when I'm doing anything spiritual for a certain period of time. For me, yawning means energy movement. So stay patient with this one. This episode starts out slow, but once you adjust to the rhythm of it, um, it was just really useful in the end. There was some really profound stuff that my guides wanted to share with all of you and I was just given some really good information and I was even surprised about what was coming out of my mouth. So it's a fun episode. Um, try to get into the rhythm of it, slow down a little bit, chill. Um, I'm so excited to see what you think. So let me know if you like these mystery episodes. Let me know if you don't like them. I am always open to all feedback. Enjoy! This is Root Awakening Health Podcast. My name is Emily Kosick. I am the CEO of Root Awakening and an intuitive health coach. I help you hear what the universe wants to tell you about how to heal. You can follow me on Instagram at emilys.rootawakening. Root is spelled R-O-O-T. Say hi there. Tell me what you think about this episode. I am always happy to connect with you. 
and I serve my clients through intuitive body readings and spiritual workshops. So my intuitive body readings are one-to-one sessions over Zoom where I use my third eye to read your body and will listen to what the universe or source or God or spirit, whatever you want to call it, wants me to communicate about what you need to know in order to heal. So when I do an intuitive body scan, I see my client's bodies as a pretty anonymous outline, and that outline is usually glowing blue or white, and then different parts of the body will light up in certain colors. What lights up and what color starts glowing tells me about where, how, and why you need to heal. My guides give me all this information, so these readings are 100% channeled and 100% spirit, Oracle cards may also be pulled during these readings, depending on what I sense is the most meaningful use of our time for our session. So you can book 30-minute or 60-minute readings with me. Head to the link in my bio on Instagram at emilys.rootawakening to book a reading. Okay, let's get into the first mystery episode of Root Awakening, a health podcast. I'm super excited. I hope you enjoy. I hope you loved this mystery episode on compassion and how that relates to our healing and how that relates to the traumas that we've had earlier in life. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did love this episode, subscribe to this podcast, leave a rating and review, share this podcast with your community. Let's spread the word about holistic health and the power that we can access inside of all of us. This is huge. This is big divine stuff. Let's spread the word here. And if you'd like to join my workshop, it's coming up in the next couple days. It is on spirit healing. We are going to talk about basically what I talked about in this episode, but there are going to be some really crucial steps leading up to it. Day one is going to be connecting with your own spirit guides. Day two is going to be truly connecting with your intuition, trusting it and hearing it more often throughout the day on a daily basis, second by second. Day three is going to be compassion, how that relates to our healing and how to take those steps. So I'm going to give you some very tangible steps to dig up the emotions and traumas inside of you and work through them so you can finally relieve yourself of all of this emotional baggage that we all have. So if you're interested in signing up for the workshop, head to the link in my bio at emilys.rootawakening on Instagram. It is available for you to have a place in this workshop. It's going to be great. And Also, feel free to book a reading with me, 30 or 60 minute reading. Um, This is an intuitive body session where it's just one-to-one. So the workshop is a group workshop. The intuitive body readings are one-to-one. So you have a couple options if you are interested in working with me. I am Emily Kosick, intuitive health coach and CEO of Root Awakening. Thank you so much for listening to this interview. Thank you for being open to this mystery episode. Thank you for listening to my spirit guides and taking them seriously. I really appreciate that. I'm so grateful for you. I love you. Thank you for supporting natural health. And I'm so excited to hear from you soon.